0: J-Train, Jared Freak, company to you live from the West Village Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. The, the numbers are up currently on this podcast. Uh, Shelby went into the, you know, went behind the scenes, behind the curtain, showed me some of the numbers, and we want to welcome the new listeners. Thank you for joining us. Um, All we ask uh, of any listener is enjoy. One, enjoy the podcast. Send in your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Any question about lifestyle, friendship, relationships. We love something specific, meat on the bone. Let us gnaw at your problem. And then we got sponsors. Use the promo codes if they can help you. Again, if they can help you. I don't know. Some of these things you go, that's not for me. I get it. Or you can just tell a friend. Make it your Instagram story. Alert the townspeople of this great podcast that you enjoy listening to it's a monday it is a sleepy rainy monday we tape this on next week hopefully it'll be a bright monday i don't know i'm in this monday rainy sleepy zone i don't know i'm feeling it today i i, I but I'm, a, I'm at peace i don't know i feel good i'm on the road i we're, i guess i'm at peace because i'm about to do this new show i got an hour a new hour from the special. Oh, okay, the special's out, 37 single. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you haven't shared it, let people know. It's on Netflix. It's just wait. The next two years, this special is just out there. So if you're gonna, like, maybe come to my show, you should maybe, and you wanna bring friends, I would send the special to a friend and be like, this is what this guy does. This is, this is the vibe. But I'm doing a total new hour. And it's been a lot of fun to do. It's all about family. So... I think people will enjoy it. Um, if you're listening now, I, uh, so I I guess maybe I'm at peace because I'm going to Atlanta this week. I love Atlanta. It's been a long time. So I'm, uh, if you came to the Atlanta show, thank you. Uh, I'm coming to Huntington, Long Island. I've never been, but all I keep hearing, Huntington, Long Island um, is a place where it's, You can tell it's on the rise or that people like it because every time you bring it up, people go, no, 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 it's great. Oh, my God, no, it's great. Maybe it's an age thing. Maybe they're like, you know, maybe the people around my age, like it just comforts them. It's not like New York City, but it's also not like bumblefuck. Like there's things going on, but not too many things. There's chairs in the bar. Maybe that's it. Huntington, Long Island, I'll be there this week. Then Seattle added a second show. Charlotte, I'm coming for a whole weekend. Philly, Syracuse was just added. D.C., Baltimore, Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, Arizona, Phoenix, uh, San Diego, Boston, Chicago. Always adding more dates. I think we're adding Minneapolis and Royal Oak, Michigan. Those are coming. And I think a Toronto date. Is getting at it. Don't quote me. Don't do the thing where you go. Where's the link? It'll be. There. I'm not gonna like hide the link. Like I'm gonna like make sure you. I'm gonna be like shouting it at you. Please click the link. Um, very excited about today's guest. Back on the show. It's been a bit. Very excited. So funny. He has a new podcast called Big Wigs. Anna Roisman. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: In, in person. person. I think in the person. last time I
1: did it was pandemic times.
0: Right. Yeah. And yeah. Now we're in this huge, beautiful studio where. It's here beneath the cumquats, um, Netflix is
1: really paying for yeah, all. Yeah, Netflix. Oh, wow. This is what happens. Wow. Those big
0: Netflix dollarinos That's come impressive. on in. Listen, I like to show off. I'm a I'm a big show off. How have you been? Podcast is bigwigs. It's yeah. you and Andrea
1: Lopez Lopez yeah. who's
0: been on this show. You both are hilarious. You both Thank do you. a ton of great impressions.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's what,
0: fun. Is, do you guys? Is the whole episode an impression? Are you guys like what? 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 How do we do it?
1: Not the whole episode, but we definitely go into it. Do you know okay. what I mean? Some, sometimes we'll do hot takes mm-hmm. on you know random news stories or trends or whatever mm-hmm. as characters. Those are fun. We just kind of like roll into it. We like pimp each other out. Like I'll okay. be like, Hey, Teresa, what do you think of this? You right, know? right, right. You um, know.
0: Which characters they have in their sheath, yeah. You know, like you're sitting there with like a bunch of characters in your bag of tricks, and she's got hers, and it's like, oh, so what does that person think of this thing? Exactly. That's the thing. Impressions. You ever see a? a, You know, impressions are tough because they're if you can do them on stage, you watch an audience. It is like the best day of their lives (laughs) if they. If you can nail an impression on stage and you can go into whatever, like this person doing this thing, it is a a bunny rabbit getting pulled out of that.
1: It really is. Have
0: you experienced that? Like, do you see people, do you do them on stage and people go... Like, I watch the crowd. I love watching Impressionists go on stage because I'm like, I, I need to see... Like, I'll never get that reaction.
1: It's so funny. I Yes, you will, first of all. But I hope one day. I feel like... It's funny. I'm doing a one-woman show right now. I did a mm. couple of them in New York, and they have a lot of my impressions in them. I never did my impressions on stage before this, really, because... Mm. I edit the shit out of them on, like, TikTok and right. Instagram. So I'm so like, oh, well, that joke lands because I, like, cut it really well. So I was like, this was a challenge for me. Like, can I just do it on stage? And- I,
0: I feel the same way. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. I, I understand what you're talking about. You're like, can I do this? Does yeah. this work? <laughs> and, like, I know, you know, I've been... The show that I'm doing with about family, like, I used to have this joke about, like, my mom getting coffee, and mm-hmm. it never worked. But when it worked, or when... People come up to me after the show, the people who go, oh, my God, your mom getting coffee, like, oh, my God. And, like, I put it away. You know, yeah. I go, I don't know. It's not about dating. It's not. Right. It's not there. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And now it's a part of the new show. And it's like, you know, it's just harder to do. You go, I have to put aside my insecurities. Mm-hmm. And then when you start getting into it and, like, you really try, I'm sure you're getting people like, oh, my, again, the magic the the bunny out of the hat
1: yeah it's fun it's fun they love hilaria when I do hilaria about oh my god
0: I love when you do hilaria thank you it's so much fun <laughs> I think I've talked about it before with you not here <laughs> I I love it because she's from Weston, Massachusetts yeah
1: she's like your neighbor <laughs> we we're the same
0: age like there's a lot in the news about comics making things up mm-hmm. and <laughs> for the for the sole purpose and. Again, this is like a hard thing to talk about. As you know, Joe Whitey, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, they're using tragedy to make money. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I have no tragedy. I have none. I'm I'm very lucky. I'm privileged in that way. Yeah. So I don't know what I would do if I could <laughs> do that grift. Maybe I would do it. You know, that's the thing. It's hard. I commend
1: for me. her. Yeah, she has. She stuck to it for this many years.
0: She's like- never acknowledged it, has she?
1: She's never denied it,
0: never denied it, never acknowledged it. She's never like apologized. She
1: sort of there was an article where she was asked about it, like after it kind of all came out, because I think her high school friends kind of exposed her. But she kind of leaned in more and was like, this is how I identify.
0: (laughs) Well, because I I get it. From my perspective, it's her going, I don't have nothing makes me interesting. (laughs) So now I have to create, and and I don't want to work at being funny or I don't want to work at like an original opinion. Right. So I will speak with an accent (laughs) so that people just assume I have this, give me a space to be this interesting person. Yeah. Because she's been on the cover of like Latina
1: magazines
0: magazines more than (laughs) other latinas like right isn't there like a magazine
1: probably there's a certain magazine
0: i think that they were like (laughs) she's been on the cover like eight times versus like zero to like these other like spanish oh no you know latinx or whatever we're going with these days and you're like wow you did it like i i i don't know i i it's hard for me to get angry at these people because i don't know like i'm not I'm not in a position to even like if I was out there being like, and when I grew up, I went to summer camp and things were really hard. I had two power wheels. Like I couldn't do that. So like, I don't know if I would, if I could be like, you know, sell the grift of like, so funny. Yeah. The Hilaria one.
1: I did it by accident though. You know this, right? Like I didn't, people, someone said to me when this all happened, they were like, you kind of look like her. And I was like, interesting. I do. And then like, literally this article came out and it was an 11 second I'll never forget because you know when you have a video that you don't mean to go viral and right. you have these you walk down the street all the time and you're like saying something you're like wow that blew up I right. don't know I, why that
0: I, I always see if I see it like got, like a certain amount of shares I'm like I, obviously this is a funny joke yeah yeah
1: and so I did. it was like 11 seconds I'm in my pajamas I'm sitting on my couch and I was like I too went to Boston Universidad and I like said that like that's it and, and it blew the, up
0: <laughs> well, because people really don't like someone <laughs> no. acquiring this and again, I'm saying struggle, but like you know, like it's like the person like, Hey, where are you from? And they're like, Um, I'm originally from Portugal and you're, you're right. like, Did you grow up in Portugal? And they're like, No, 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 I grew up in like New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, Well what and then you can feel an audience. Like you've done this on stage, right? Yeah. Like where you someone says that and they're like, original and you're like and you're like you could feel the audience be like okay what are you trying to convince us all right of? like what it and again struggle is probably the wrong word because it's like you're i guess it's like interesting yeah. is it's what they're going for and again
1: i'm different than you i'm right unique and, and we're diverse. you know as
0: millennials i think there's like a millennial drive for that i want to have my own story i yeah. want to be the center of and i understand that so i i do understand where they're the itch they're trying to scratch but sometimes you have to give up on that <laughs> dream yeah, you know you like, maybe you should just admit you're just like all of us <gasps> normies you know like <laughs> man Alaria. yeah so you do yeah you know, that's that's the one I'm sure people are just like
1: People enjoy that one. I save her for the end of the show, but yeah, it's a closing. Yeah, but I have fun doing Chris Jenner. I think that's the most fun I have right now. Like,
0: well, you could really like. There's just, so many directions for people. I mean, I do everywhere. the ho- holiday tweets. I put up, and at the end, I always do a Chris Jenner one. I don't know why I started doing I love it. it. <laughs> I just started doing it, and then people were like, they just want, you know, like again, like they're easy people to like make fun of but like also i like them i don't yeah. know why like i do like the i have a certain respect for the kardashians <laughs> for some reason i love them
1: i can't yeah. live without do you them. watch them yeah
0: you're a fan yeah see that's why you can also it has to be from an honest place where you like them.
1: i always liked them yeah
0: there you go so i want everyone to go follow anna at anna roisman oh, on TikTok, on instagram she's everywhere big wigs what day does it come out thursdays Add it to the rotation. Thursday podcast. Rotash, baby. Her and Andrea Lopez, two hilarious people doing just you have shooting the shit. On. I would love to come on. I'll I don't know have. How, wish I could do. You an don't, impression. don't have to do
1: an impression. We talked. to... We have. You know,
0: nothing's more embarrassing than someone who doesn't do impressions <laughs> trying to do an impression. I would go on. and Be like, I like. I don't know. I. I I don't have any in me. Then they would all just come off like, "Oh, this guy's a racist." Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I'm I've, only gonna do whites. <laughs> I was gonna
1: say, you know, when comedians get on stage and they like tease you, and they're like, "Do you guys? Mi- I I got some impressions. Do you guys mind if I do an oh my impression?" God. Oh and my everyone, and you're like, I always, I'm like, who are they gonna do? Like, right? What did, do they do? impressions? you just and hold then-
0: on tight, like you're <laughs> on a roller coaster. You're like, where's this right? gonna go? You'll be an- like,
1: this is an impression of a baby on a plane or something, and they'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, oh, that was it. Oh, okay. That was the joke. There, you a, don't do.
0: There's, are you guys ready for some impressions? There's a, a bunch of different versions. They either do an impression yes. or it's a bad impression or it's like them doing the joke on that. This is an the, impression. Yes, yes. Those are the, like the different turns. Those scare me. <laughs> they do scare me. Hey, want to hear an impression? Yes. Now I do. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the emails, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. Life is stressful enough. We don't have time to worry about our personal style. Luckily, Stitch Fix has you covered. Here's what I like about Stitch Fix. You're going to get sent a – first, you're going to take a a quiz. You're going to take a – you're going to answer a bunch of questions about what type of style you have. And they have personal styles. They're going to learn what you like, hear about what you don't. They're going to put a box together, and they're going to send it to you. And then you're going to get to try it on with your own mirrors, in your own space, on your own time. No person at the store, is everything going okay? Are you going to buy anything, please? No, no, no. You can do it all in the comfy cozy of your own home. And then you got over a 1,000 brands, and you can upgrade your look. They'll even show you head-to-toe outfit combinations so you can just get dressed and go. If you don't like something, just send it back. Shipping returns and exchanges are always free. This is an opportunity. You know, you're sitting there, it's the change of season, it's time to change your wardrobe. There might be something here for you. And I think you're really I love what Stitch Fix does just from the just the ability to use your own mirrors is like worth the price of admission, which there really isn't. We're gonna give you some free money. Thanks, Stitch Fix. Just they just get me. They make me read this verbatim. Okay. <laughs> I just gave the most <laughs> Heartfelt endorsement. I gave you a good reason to get this, and then I have to read. Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get me, and they'll get you, too. I I don't know how much they get you. I know that I want to try on clothes in my own home. They have a 1,000 brands. They have stylists. They're going to hear what you have to say. I have these memories of going to, like, Bloomingdale's with my mom And her yelling at me, you don't like it? You don't like it? And I'd be like, they don't fit. They don't fit. And it's like, these are horrific memories. These are like, these like literally hurt my soul. You don't have to do this anymore. You have someone who's caring and wants you to look good and wants to be your personal stylist. You're going to answer all these questions. They're going to listen to you. And then they're going to put together some great items. And if you don't like them, you send them back. But. If you try today at Stitchfix.com slash jtrain, you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix, okay? So if you keep the whole box, you're gonna get 25% off. That's free money. That's Stitchfix.com slash JTrain. Stitchfix.com slash jtrain. Are you ready, Anna Roisman? I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, we have some great emails. I love just really thoughtfully written. Keep sending them in, J Podcast at gmail.com. I wanna, you know, we're here in Feather Nation Studios. <laughs> I want, we're thinking of making an upgrade. So I want people to keep, yeah, keep listening and tell your friends. Hey, J Train, esteemed guests. Love, love, love your show. I'll get right to it. I have a neighbor uh, who just moved in a couple weeks ago. He's 27. I'm 34. He and I became fast friends. I could tell right away He we had an instant chemistry. He is in sales, however, so I think he does have charm to everyone. He has invited me over every single night since he moved in. We hang out from about 9 to 1 a.m., Almost every night, we stay up laughing a ton, watching videos, sharing memes, talking about our jobs, even deeper stuff like his mom passing away or my therapy stuff. Then we'll switch to playing chess or telling funny stories. He always says we are so alike, and it's so weird. He texts me throughout the day, too. He makes me laugh, and I have a great time with him. I do like him, and I find him very attractive, but I am hesitant about being next-door neighbors, so I haven't made a move, and neither has he. Is this just friendly neighbor who happens to be a lot like me? Should I definitely never make a move? Should I stop going over to his house to see if that, sparks, if that sparks anything in him? Or just give up on this prospect altogether? We have talked about our dating lives and for context. He has said he is Jewish and probably will marry a Jewish woman, but anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> he also isn't in a hurry to date, but has leads in Israel on a wife, and has people in town also trying to set him up. He's pretty focused on his startup and doesn't care about having a girlfriend. Now that I'm writing this, it sounds. It seems like I should just let it go. What do you think? <laughs> best neighbor in need. What do you think, Anna Reisman?
1: I think immediately I was like, oh my God, you got a roommate, but you have separate apartments. That's amazing. That's right. So fun. That's like the
0: best case scenario for a roommate. I mean. Two different doors. Right. Yeah. You,
1: you play chess, you make food, you have fun. Right. None the chess of it, thing
0: is wild. Yeah, yeah,
1: none of it's had sex.
0: Mm-hmm. Also
1: they hang out every single night, which is difficult because if you all of a sudden drop on a, you know, a bomb on him and say, "Hey, I like you. Should we take this to another level?" like uh, that ruins the friendship, right? If he's right. not into it. And then I don't know. I think you answered it yourself too when you were like, "He's not interested in a girlfriend."
0: It's it's <laughs> friend there's no friendship here. No. he just moved in
1: yeah and he's twenty-seven nine, 20, and he's having fun in new york and, right
0: wherever he is yeah oh, nine yeah, to sorry. one a.m but whatever <laughs> it is it doesn't matter what city like to me there are things guys say that are like hey i'm mm-hmm. not gonna do anything that would make he there's things guys do where they're like they're smarter than the average bear like people think we're stupid <laughs> But he, we are, I'm not saying we're not stupid, but what he's doing is like very much a play. Like, it's like, make no promises, let them come to you. I'm here, I got this penis.
1: (laughs) If you are looking
0: a second, who am I to say no? You know, it's like, he's doing a lot of like, I'll take what I can get, but I'm never going to make a move that could lock me into anything. So when he says like, Like at first when she was writing like, you know, we hang out from nine to 1 a.m. every night. I'm like, yeah, he likes you. Right. Okay, At a baseline, likes something about you. He's attracted at at, at the bare minimum. And then when she goes into, oh, he mentioned he has a lead on a wife in Israel. Yeah,
1: that uh, that confused me. That
0: doesn't confuse me at all. That's him being like, I'm going to marry, I'm giving you the reason we don't work out as serious. (laughs) But I'll play chess while we hook up. Until I go to Israel and (laughs) take on my right, like you know what I mean. Like it's like he brings up all these big things, and it's like the idea of like I won't marry, I want to marry Jewish, but who knows what could happen?
1: Right, that's the dangle. Like stay here, though, you know. Right, stick around.
0: You never know. Maybe if you, it's a little dance for me. Yeah, woman, you know. Like, also, has it
1: only been two weeks? Because I'm like, this is an intense.
0: It's very intense.
1: I've lived in an apartment for six years. I do not even know my neighbor's name. Like, this I, is.
0: At this point, I know two neighbors, don't know their names. <laughs> they live together, they got dogs, and we just interacted for the first time in like three years. There they you were go. Out to, and I say, how, they, I literally saw them in the elevator. I like, go, Where are the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time we spoke. Yeah, the <laughs> idea of like, you. oh, come on over, 9 yeah. to 1 a.m., we'll play some chess, we'll play some Baccarat. It's weird, and it's only because of attraction, and she's not wrong for being like, what's the deal here? Yeah. Like, she is right. No, you
1: don't hang out with someone that much and not think... If you're both single and you're spending all this time together... Talking about
0: your dating life? Yeah. I think what she needs to do... And again, I'm not in the business of telling you... Like, I like when people find things out for themselves. Sure. Like... If I were her, she obviously is attracted to this guy and thinks, hey, let's see what this could be. Mm-hmm. And she's a little ahead of herself because she's like, he's also no hurry to date, but it has leads and Israel and a wife and <laughs> has people in town trying to set him up. So she's thinking of a relationship. She's not thinking of like, how do I like, fuck this guy? Yeah, no, and that s- could happen. That but. That's the thing. That's what he wants, and he doesn't want to make decisions beyond that. Mm-hmm. So that's why he hasn't done anything. He's like, I'm going to do nothing. Let her come on to me. It'll be her fault if, if things fall through. She's like, oh, my God, what if we date for two years and then we're neighbors? And then, you know, mm-mm, you're way ahead. Yeah. You need to readjust and, you know, you need to let him know what you want. And what you want is like, hey, I think we get along. I'd like to go on a date.
1: Right. Let's, let's leave the apartment. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's go Right home. now, this
0: is all an easy way for him. He just moved in. He's like, I got this girl back in the apartment. He doesn't even care if the neighbor's weird. He's yeah. like, well, he has not even thinking of that. He's just like, I'll let you know I'm here to hook up, but not because I got a Jewish wife in Israel, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> if I were her, I'd say, hey, I've had a lot of fun hanging out. Um, I'm feeling like this is easier advice to give than to like to do. Sure. But you have to let them know, I'm kind of feeling a certain way. feel like we get along with a lot of things. I'd like to go on a date. If you're down for that, make a plan and I'm in. Yeah. If not, I've obviously gotten a little ahead of myself and I need to pull back a little and I can't keep doing slumber parties every night.
1: Yeah. The first thing she mentioned, too, were the ages. And a 27-year-old right. guy and a 34-year-old girl are very different ages. Right. I mean,
0: he's doing 27 year old guy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a prospect to get serious, but I am not going to get serious. And
1: she's like, I don't need to play games. You know, I I hung out with this guy. I like him. I want to go on a date. I want to I want to have a relationship. I'm at that point in my life. So I feel like there's going to it's going to come to a head at some point. Uh, You know, yeah. Be honest.
0: But that's the thing. It can go in the wrong direction because right now what he's doing, he's like basically putting the cheese (laughs) in in the trap like he's basically like come over you know whatever watch a movie oh let me tell you about my life my mom passed away like you know like (laughs) he's doing a lot of stuff like and I'm not saying it's not serious to to reveal you that his mom passed away but it's not something he's relating to I only tell this to prospective girlfriend and that's the hard part because she's going well he said she's making a lot of detective moves he said all these things so it Mm -hmm. must mean I am ahead of Girl on Bumble. Right. (laughs) I'm more
1: important. He's confiding in me. Right. He's giving me. Yeah. Guys do
0: like the comfort of like uh, just the comfort with someone. Like, And it's not related 10 steps down the line. Yeah. A lot of times. So that to me, you don't need to give up on this, but you need to like stop. You need to readjust how the hangouts are happening because you have to admit these mean more to me than maybe they do to you. I can't speak for you. These mean more to me. I would just say that. I'm also
1: curious. I was going to say if she goes on dates, does she tell him about it? You know, like see how he reacts when she's right. Got other plans.
0: Well, right. Hey, I can't hang tonight. I have a date. Yeah. Maybe that's like a first step. And then he's like, oh, so when are you going to come over? Hey, I'm kind of like looking to date. Yeah. You know, I have a really good back and forth with you. I'm not sure I can't speak to what you feel from this, but that's like the that that's totally the advice. Yeah. It's like I can't speak for you, but I can tell you our time playing chess has mean you know, <laughs> meant a little bit more to me right. than <laughs> just anything. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Anna roisman at Anna Roisman, big wigs. That's the podcast every Thursday.
1: Yeah.
0: The one woman show, one person show. Are you doing it again?
1: I am doing it. I'm going to Philly on November 16th. I'm doing it in Philly. We
0: got Philly people. Philly people. Yeah, come out. Go. Where are you going to do it?
1: I'm doing it at World Cafe Live.
0: I've been there. Great spot. Cool. Boyfriends and butt stuff. <laughs> we, we go around the dial
1: We here. love this subject.
0: I mean, <laughs> we're in. Jared, feather, feather. I'll get right to it. I'm about a month in seeing a guy who I dated five years ago. Okay. You ever done this? You ever like had a breakup and then get back together?
1: Not with anyone serious, okay. but like someone I've hooked up with, yeah. And
0: then tried for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, we stop. <laughs> we stopped seeing each other because what we wanted wasn't in alignment. He didn't want to be exclusive, and I did. A story as old as time I was recently divorced and didn't have a lot of dating experience in the last few years I've gained lots of experience and while I'm looking for a long-term relationship I don't force it since reconnecting things have been great weekly dates tons in common consistent communication the sex is amazing I do believe like we dated each other five years ago and we weren't ready and now you're back together It can work.
1: I think so. it okay. could happen I'm, timing is everything
0: right and also like Hey, we get along in this certain way. I've thought about you a lot. Like, mm-hmm. also, you've gone away from each other enough. Like, to the, the
1: she was married.
0: Well, I guess right? so. Right? <laughs> really we gone away from subs- each other because we. Uh, I was recently divorced and didn't have a lot of dating experience. No, it seemed like she was recently divorced. Then they dated. Oh, when and then, they? Okay. And then I got it. I now she's got a lot they of dating. Dated, experience. She got married and yeah, divorced. Yeah. No, no, that could happen too. But, yeah. Okay. So when I asked, he was. um Weekly dates, tons in common, consistent communication, and the sex is amazing. When I asked, he was honest and told me that there's one other person he's seeing, but it isn't serious and won't go anywhere. The guy is currently the only one I'm seeing. That's a little weird. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be open, but it's like, okay, yeah, that's just staying there. Like he didn't say I ended it (laughs) for you. Just FYI. (laughs) Right, just there's another person, don't worry about it. Uh, He also expressed (laughs) that he likes anal, but that's something that I like to reserve for monogamous boyfriends. I like that she talks about anal like it's like it's in it's special. Right. It, I guess so. It could be special to some. It's like in her cellar waiting for a big night. Uh.
1: And he's like, yeah, that's why I keep Maggie on the side. Right, she's, <laughs> she's into it. Anal bitch.
0: <laughs> right now. I'm just enjoying getting to know him again. We're having a lot of fun. He hasn't brought up anal aside from the one time. But I'm wondering if it, it will come across like I'm trying to force him to commit to exclusivity if he does bring it up. And my response is anal is for boyfriends. <laughs> she should put that on her door. <laughs> Before thy enter, anal is for boyfriends. Get a sweatshirt. <laughs> anal is for boyfriends. That could be good merch. That could be good merch. Good hat. Anal for boyfriends. <sighs> anal is for boyfriends. I don't know. <laughs> Anals for boyfriends, but maybe it wouldn't come across.
1: <laughs> I also think you don't need to, that doesn't need to be the thing you tell him.
0: Right. I don't think like, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Don't touch the tussie. that's for boyfriends like it's not like dessert yeah gotta eat your dinner
1: because you could just say (laughs) i'm actually not in the mood right this (laughs) isn't right how about
0: no (laughs) yeah i don't want to do it with you
1: make them wait i don't want to do it with you there you go like
0: that's the thing well okay you could be again they broke up five years ago they're back together now you is a general, you like. Yeah. I don't want to do it with you. That's okay. Oh well. I mean, he, also, he's only brought it up once. We have to acknowledge. <laughs> it's not like he's just sitting there, like, "Anal? When is it going to happen?" He only said it once. It's something he likes. But it's only been a month, so yeah, one anal a month. I think you get one anal <laughs> okay. request. You know, like I'm trying to force him in this. Anal is for boyfriends. AFB, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a song a- <laughs> anal is for boyfriends
1: and you are not my boyfriend <laughs>
0: none of you fuck boys will touch this anus too cause the doosie is for boyfriends only and you're through
1: okay go off you're Right, bored, I Pam. got this <laughs>
0: This balloon knot will not be touched by you, cause anal's football friends only on the. I don't know. I've run out of gas. There's something here. The okay. anal, yeah. AFB is a great AFB amazing. Is there a better way to say that? I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think we just gave it like a couple re- of. Yeah, about couple no. Ways. Um, not in the mood. Hold my boundaries and keep this great thing going. For context, he's 46. I'm 39. Thanks for doing the Lord's work. So what do we think? I, I don't think it's as big as she's making it into. No. She's being a little anal about this. <laughs> 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 and like, you know, I do think if you're in the throes of a of a physical relationship and you're like, hey, um, I love anal. And then you go, I would, you know, I've enjoyed, I think it's okay to say I've enjoyed that in the past.
1: Right. Or- and that's it. End of
0: sentence, right?
1: I don't think you need to worry this is a deal breaker for this guy. I I feel like I think that's what she's worried about is if she doesn't do it or allow him, then he's probably going to, you know, he's already told her I'm dating someone else. Just don't worry about
0: her. (laughs) Right. I am seeing
1: someone else. So I would see, I guess that's pressure on her. But I think you can just be true to yourself. I think if you don't, if if it is reserved for boyfriends, then make him wait. If he becomes your boyfriend, then, you know, entertain the idea.
0: Right. You could get a tattoo above your ass. Uh, you know, get a tattoo <laughs> of a, a back res- reserved for boyfriends. Get a tramp stamp. Yeah. Uh, is that even... The, that's probably a bad phrase. <laughs> Wait until uh, he
1: breaks up with the side piece. You right. Know?
0: <laughs> Re- <laughs> commitment only, just above your asshole. I don't yeah. know. I, Yeah, I think she's making... I don't think... She probably has two fears. One, I say no to anal and he's like, I gotta go. Right. Or two... She says, "Anal, you know, with this key, you shall get anal." And he uses the key and then dumps her the minute he's right. put one in her pooper. Um, <laughs> I don't think a forty-six-year-old man, to me, that's like, to me, this is a young man's game yeah. to not understand. But that's a bad assumption, I guess.
1: I don't know. I think it's just like she's clearly, you know, she saw she dated him when he was forty-one. Right. Did they do anal back then? Like I wonder th- I have questions cuz I'm like is this something new for him that he's like hey, I got into this in the last 5
0: years? Right. I, I you know there's a, it's funny because sexual adventure doesn't really it, it is kind of it is fool's gold. Yeah. People think sexual adventure comes with like random partners. It can, but like you're really like walking in the woods with your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not going to find that. Sexual adventure generally comes with someone you feel secure with that you trust that you have a long standing relationship with that you you can confide in and talk it out and f- you you don't have to like you know you, when you have sex you don 't like suck it in like you 're just like <laughs> totally yourself yeah. So I think that's the way to talk about it with him. Like, hey, I'm enjoying our sex life right now. If he's pushing, which it doesn't sound like he has. She says
1: sex is great.
0: Sex is great. Keep enjoying. I think if it comes up again, he's like, hey, like, you know, if he starts moving his pinky towards your (laughs) anus, hey, I'm not really looking to get adventurous with someone I'm not committed to. And that's it. That's fine. Plain and simple. And then if you lose him because of that, you were going to lose them anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I was going into like the old man thing of it. Like where you go as a guy, as a 38 year old guy, if someone told me like, Hey, this whole thing doesn't exist unless we're committed. I go, okay, now I have to make that a part of my decision making. How, you know, do I want to really, I wouldn't take that decision lightly. I would take it, you know, I'd be like, Oh, I'm really like messing with someone. So, I think letting him know, like, hey, like, this is kind of something I would only do with someone I'm committed with. I'm not asking for that. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, that's. I what also I'll don't f- think
1: you have to do it yet. If right. it's going well and you guys are having sex and you're going out and you're having great dates. I don't think this needs to be like sentence number one next week when you're like, hey, by the way, this is for something I'm committed to. Like, right. Roll is, with it for now.
0: Roll with it. I think that. Yeah. Especially if he had mentioned it five different times in the first month. <laughs> right. I would say that he's only looking for one thing. <laughs> for anal. Right? You know, like this doesn't seem to be the case. <laughs> Mentioned once is like, yeah, this is something I, in the same way that y- you mentioning, I don't know, I would do that with a boyfriend. Right.
1: And for all we know, he's probably like, wouldn't it be, like, I want to show her I've changed. Like, hey, right, I'm, I'm like it. sexually like advanced now. I'm like, anal guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Anna Roisman. At Anna Roysman. go follow Instagram, TikTok, Chris Jenner, Alaria <laughs> Baldwin. Who else? I do Julia Fox. Oh, the Julia Fox stuff is great. Thank you. That's like a full-on immersion.
1: I do go out pretty naked into public. Yes. How do you?
0: Do people know when you're out doing that that they're like that's a Julia Fox thing or they think that's you?
1: Um, I don't know what they think. They don't. No one looks twice in New York or LA. I've right. only done it in those cities and I'm like, no one gives a shit. Like
0: <laughs> And you live with your boyfriend, I right? do, yeah. So So I there... make
1: him film it. Oh,
0: so he films it. Yes. That's funny. Cause <laughs> I just imagine, like I've done like in the when I do the Bachelor ice cream, like I'm alone in here putting on a wig. Yeah. And I'm like, if someone was watching like I'd be like, What are you doing? Do you have like a moment where he's like what do you? What's the plan here?
1: <laughs> kind of. It's funny because I feel like uh, in the beginning of our relationship, I'd be like, "Hey, can you film this for?" Mm. He works in production. This isn't like a weird thing for him to do. Yeah, but
0: we've all. Ha- I've had girlfriends who don't work in production. Right. I'm like, "Hey, can you tape me doing yeah. this like bizarre thing?"
1: Like I think he used to be embarrassed at first, and then the tape. It switched. He would be like you know, he'd be like, Anna, like there's kids around. Like we can't, you can't show your ass in the middle of this park. There's, there's, there's a fucking stroller right here. right. And then there came a point where I think, I guess he was on a tighter schedule or something. And I'd be like, Oh, I can't I can't do it here like there's like a child he'd be like we have 30 minutes to get this done
0: like, <laughs> we're right. filming this
1: however you want to you know it doesn't All of matter who's around he's
0: Dick Clark productions he's like we got a schedule to keep time is money right. Yeah, let's go <laughs> come on let's go <laughs> Julia yeah I did
1: have on the Julia video though I should have done it further away um, from like where I live because I had a lot of people being like oh my god I go to that coffee shop that's hilarious yeah now you get like, <laughs> like oh, not <laughs> go
0: to those places <laughs> pregnant in a bachelorette party. Jared, love the show. Thank you for helping me with all my dating problems. I recently got married in June. I could not be happier. Congratulations. My best friend is getting married next year in May. I am beyond excited for her and honored to be her bridesmaid. When discussing bachelorette parties, she mentioned she wants to do Napa Valley. Amazing wine tours, bougie, spa views, all the good stuff, which I am all here for. On to my problem, my husband and I will start trying for a baby sometime in the new year. Napa might fall into the time we are trying or within the first three to four months. You may know that, but lots of women don't share their pregnancy news within the first trimester because of concerns of miscarriage, which are highest. Then, obviously, I won't be able to drink or hide the fact that I am not drinking. Also, unlike other bachelorette destinations, this is not this is one that centers around wine and might not uh, be included and I might be included and pay for activities that I cannot really participate in. I'm close with my friend and feel comfortable getting vulnerable and telling her about my situation. I just don't want to share it with the entire 12 girls on the trip until I pass the first trimester successfully. I also don't want to lie and say I'm going to I'm doing the 75 challenge or I'm sober or whatever or on a freaking (laughs) Napa trip only to announce I'm pregnant after a month or so. I know most of the girls there really well and consider them my friends, but I'm not ready to share news prematurely and or want to lie to them. What do I do? This is an extremely personal and private situation that I hate it is magnified by the time by the fact that me and the wine enthusiasts of the group won't be drinking and almost ob- obligated to give an ex- explanation. I am struggling with going giving fake excuse if I go then admitting to to lie after what do I do? Thanks for all you do. I miss wine already. What do we think?
1: I think um slow down because
0: right she you're even not pregnant, even
1: pregnant yet, yet. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I I this is like a worry when This is
1: like creating a problem you don't have. I don't know. I feel like right. life is so unpredictable and it it'll you're going to be so excited if if you want kids, this is obviously you do. You're planning right. on it. You're planning the time. I think it's such a blessing. And you know what? Napa will always be there, you know? Napa's going to be there the following year and this is like one weekend and if this is your life decision, then I don't think you need to worry about this Right, there's there's a little,
0: there's like, does this email come in because this podcast exists? Mm. I'm encouraging people to write in, write in with your problems. Or like, here's a problem I'm just thought of. So I don't know how much this matters to this person. Like, I don't know if they're writing it in because they know this is a place that we're going to discuss it or if they're actually concerned about it. Because I'm with you. Like, first of all, this feels very millennial. I need to make sure everything in front of me (laughs) is going to have no awkwardness whatsoever. To me, you got to let this happen. You got to let the wine bachelorette party happen. It's your friend's bachelorette party. Let them make the decisions they make. You have to live your life. You have to try and get pregnant because you want to have a baby. Great. Good for you. When these two intersect, two things are going to be true. One, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Two, you're on a Napa wine trip with a bunch of other women around your age and generation. They'll get it. Right. Like and if they don't, some of
1: them might even be pregnant too. Like, right, like, right.
0: <laughs> and and all of you have to do this lie, and everyone knows. Hey, this first try. I think you know. Again, I'm making a very empathetic um, assumption. Yeah. But if go you're ahead. on a wine bash rep party with a bunch of 29 year olds, 30 year old, whatever it is, and one woman's like, ah, "I'm just not feeling right. I'm going to be out on drinking." I don't think you go. Well, what do you mean? Right. Aren't you the wine enthusiast? (laughs) What's going on? How come Miranda is not drinking the whole trip? Like, I think you're imagining a crazy person
1: it sounds like a real housewife scene you know where they're right. like forced to be like Jared how dare you right <gasps> don't you're not sipping the wine but sh- you
0: know then, and then I gotta go I'm pregnant yeah. like that's not gonna happen
1: and yeah and if no. you
0: and people do things behind closed doors if you say to your friend who you're close with and it's her bachelorette party hey I just have to let you know like I'm in the first trimester and like this is happening you'll do that because you just said you feel comfortable with the friend sure. and then she'll the rest of the group She'll be on your side to be like, oh, who cares, you know? And you're going to have fun. You're the you're, the bachelorette party is about having fun with your friends. Yeah, I've been in Napa, I've been to Sonoma. You can have a fun time there without drinking the wine.
1: I bet there's great food.
0: Great food, yeah. well done service, well done spas,
1: beautiful like, views. You're just gonna be
0: it's, the best breakfasts. Like the like like all these things are like yeah. Yeah, I I think you you're getting ahead. In Absolutely,
1: a way. and I think yeah, just take it day by day. You know, wait until you are pregnant,
0: right? <laughs> to start worrying, but. right. Let let let's let these things happen. Mm-hmm. I think like also like this type of stress, you don't need it. You're let's concentrate on pregnant, and then oh, you're having a bachelorette party. Cool. Yeah, everyone goes through this. Like that's the other thing. Like yeah. everyone has their pregnancy, and everyone has. A bachelorette party and maybe you say, Hey, I'm so sorry. I've been just feeling sick lately. I can't make the party. Yeah. That's if okay too. If worse comes to worse. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com is not asking for my number a no. Dearest mm. Papa Train and Guest. I'm a twenty seven year old female and lately I've been trying way harder to put myself out there and meet men in the wild. I've been participating, I've been practicing, approach men. I've been practicing approach men first out bar at bars and starting I've been practicing approaching men first out at bars and starting conversations. Most of the time, the guys are super nice, and the conversation flows pretty well. They keep the conversation going longer than just being polite. But by the end of the conversation, when one of us have to leave, they never ask for my number. Instead, I usually offer them my number right before one of us walks away. They take it but never end up reaching out. I know guys are used to being rejected a ton, and it's, part of the it's, <laughs> it's just part of dating. But is a guy not asking for my number a sign that he isn't interested? Should I just walk away because they would ask for my number if they want? Wanted it sincerely did I type the wrong number I'm sorry this is happening I'm proud of you for going yeah. out there and I being saying, like we're gonna
1: have different answers here I bet probably. What, what do you think well I would say th- I, I don't I think we're not in the give out your number
0: age anymore
1: I don't really? know yeah maybe that's me and I'm just like
0: See, old school but I don't I don't mind old school new school I to me like let's control the things we can control right to me this person is going out of bars talking to men hey this was Beautiful. a nice conversation for me let's speak in the term the key of me yeah i think the minute you go into why him and you lose power you lose i i think you lose confidence like mm-hmm. it's not worth your time because anytime i start putting my head my anytime i get in my head and try to think of the thoughts of someone else has for me i always go the most negative absolutely very rarely do i go well <laughs> yeah. they think i'm the most amazing person in the world no i go So negative that it actually becomes destructive to my own mental health. With
1: everything, with friends, with dating, with jobs, you're like, "Oh my god, I wore the wrong shirt. I did this. this." You're gonna think
0: everything." Yeah, and it's like, honestly, they're not thinking about you as much as you think of you. Mm -hmm. And then, honestly, they're not that mean. Yeah, and I think you know. Again, I'll, I'll give you a personal example. Friday night, I'm at the Comedy Cellar. I did a spot. I'm sitting on this bench. This girl comes up the stairs, sits directly like on top of me, like like literally like sharing (laughs) leg space, like like literally like halves my leg. And I she's she was a little drunk. I'm completely sober. I got one more spot to go. It's like 1230. Right. At night. It's late. And she's like, oh, you know, we're just chit chat. She stands up and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to go. And I go, well, it's nice to meet you. And I could tell she wanted me to ask for her number. Mm. I didn't want to ask for her number. If she... And that's okay. Yeah. That I, I, that was my personal thing. I don't want to ask for her number. Nice to meet you. Handshake. Goodbye. There were some people around that were like, Boy, what was that all about? I was like, I think she was kind of lingering because she wanted me to ask for her number. I can only speak for me. Maybe she didn't want that. Whatever it might right. be. But I am saying I don't want to give my number. That's fine. If she had looked at me and been like, hey, this was a really nice time talking to you, here's my number, I would not look at her and be like, look at this fucking idiot. Right. No, I'm gonna take the number, I'm gonna make a decision that's best for me, not for us, we're not an us, Yeah. and I'm gonna move on with my life. I think, and also, I think she's right and I'm right Mm -hmm. to say, here's my number, nice chit-chat, gotta go.
1: That's fine, yeah.
0: That's fine. I don't think that's like a... A negative, I don't think that puts you in a like a lesser position. I think it makes you more powerful to be like, hey, I enjoyed our chit-chat. Here's, Here's my, my number. number.
1: Yeah, Let me give you my number better. and I
0: got to get out of here. And then that's, right? Like yeah. this whole idea of like, if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. To me, a line like that comes from the least confident place. Mm-hmm. It comes from a place where you're a bag in the wind <laughs> that you have no power or decision-making or taste. Yeah, You have taste. You enjoyed their presence. You enjoyed their conversation. You would like more of that. Here's my number. If you text me, I'm here. That's you great. know where to find me.
1: Right? That's the best advice, honestly, because I feel like when I, I don't like if someone asks for my number, mm. but I think you are, this person, she already has the power. She's already built the confidence to go right. out, talk to the people. What's dropping your number? What, that's no harm. That's Which, like fine.
0: Right. Everything she's doing is like fun and awesome. Yeah. Like the idea of like, I'll stop doing these positive things. I'll stop acting on my own taste. Mm -hmm. That's the option she's given us. It's an option between, should I keep giving out my number to people I enjoy? Or should I stop because I should assume that they don't enjoy me? Right. No. That's a horrible, what a horrible perspective. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Anna Roisman. At Anna Roisman. We got time for how many more, Shelby? What are we looking at here? Two more, awesome. Gmail.com. Keith, in before we get to our next email, going to give a trigger warning. This is going to go serious. You okay. ready? Okay. Trigger warning. Um, it's going to be dealing with what do we dealing, uh, Shelby? How how would we present this? Just so people know what we're going to get into. This <clears throat> domestic violence ish. Okay. Not, uh, and I say ish because it's. Just trigger warning. J Train, love streaming the Ick Show and so excited to see you in Atlanta. Ah, There you go. I I hope you had a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Here's some history. I'm the youngest of three. My parents had a shotgun wedding and my dad is 11 years younger than my mom. My dad developed alcoholism as self-medication and started cheating on my mother. He also became violent at home when intoxicated when i was in middle school my dad ended up incarcerated my mom divorced and we all had a restraining order against him in high school an exception to the restraining order was made for me and my dad to write letters to each other okay yeah. but it was a whole process and didn't last long due to lawyers since becoming an adult and there's no longer a restraining order my dad occasionally reaches out via social media birthdays holidays like a bad ex and we chat a bit i'm now in my late 20s and married My dad and I have actually been talking for weeks and proposed meeting up for the first time in 17 years in August. 17. Wow. It will always be different between us, but I'm open to rebuilding a relationship. My husband is from a different culture where marriage is truly sacred. So all all that my dad did makes him a perpetual terrible person in my husband's eyes. So do I go meet my dad? How do I discuss this with my husband? I know I probably need a therapist, but I spend my money on comedians.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: What do you think?
1: Oh, that's tough. This is
0: tough. I, and again, we are not professionals. We are not therapists. No. We're just two people with opinions. Hearing your email, not having to make eye contact with you is kind of like a big part of this podcast. Yeah. It's like we can just spout off. Yeah. I'm really sorry for what happened in your life. Um, it, you sound like you're handling it very well in a very you know just the way you wrote the email you know seems like a you've adjusted Mm -hmm. based on the circumstance that you've been put in um what do you think
1: I feel like you've grown over time for sure and I'm gonna speak personally I can I feel like I can really a little bit I do have a father who's sober and growing up you know with that in mind I feel like at the end of the day your immediate family is your immediate family no matter right. what and and i know it sounds like her husband he knows that he understands that he right. she said marriage is you know sacred to mm-hmm. him um, so that
0: would mean you would assume Family is sacred to him. Family is sacred to him.
1: Yeah. And I think that he's there for you. I think if you want to entertain the idea, you're not saying, I'm about to go and have this really, you know, like crazy, like Mm -hmm. close relationship with my father. You want to see him for the first time in 17 years. You've been in touch a little bit. I think go meet your father. I think, I don't know. I'm not going to, I don't think.
0: There's a lot of curiosity too. I'm sure she is. Where she's like, what's this going to be like? Like, like some of that is like, that's like a big part of this. Like, Like, you, kind of can't admit it's like yeah you know you want to be like oh i gotta meet my dad and we're re-. some of it's just like what the fuck is this gonna be right i'm sure for her and
1: it's like uh, she maybe it's some kind of closure or you're gonna learn a little bit more about yourself like you right know, you're doing it for you i think you're not like doing a, it for anyone
0: else i totally agree and i think there's a little bit of like order of operations here because mm-hmm. she's worried about the husband yeah i think you gotta go have a talk with your husband first before anything hey this is what I've been thinking about lately. I've been talking, my dad reaches out every now and again, he's proposed meeting. I don't know where I stand. Like, I think going with like, I again, yeah. his email, like, I she don't know. She wants his
1: blessing, essentially. Right.
0: And and you gotta like, I think you're, I think what she's doing, she's, because she's never said, my husband said X, Y, Z. She's mm-hmm. like, he finds marriage sacred, and he, right. he'll perpetually be a bad person. To him. I think these are assumptions you're making. Yeah. I think you have to like, sit with him and hear him, Talk this out with you. I think a husband his job in this scenario would be like Talk it out with you. It's not to judge you for even like if and if he does that you guys have a different issue Like to judge you for even thinking about this is a little bit mean Yeah, you know, so I think starting with your husband and being like I'm thinking about this And seeing that he's probably, I would hope, going to empathize with you and go, well, why? You know, what brings you this up? Right. And then you and your husband, because I would also assume safety. I want to be safe. I want to feel safe. So maybe it's you go with your husband. Mm -hmm. Maybe you go and maybe you and your husband discuss a plan for like where it's going to happen. And you start to like envision what this meeting is going to be like in a safe the world eyes on us type of way. You're not revealing where you live. Like, I think like there's a lot, like, again, Absolutely, yeah. this is someone who's been to jail and I believe in rehabilitation, but you want to make sure you're covering your tracks here. So I think like talking with your husband about it, thinking about your safety, coming up kind of with a plan together where you'd feel comfortable. Maybe he comes with you, whatever it happens. And then like, you know, once it's, once it's safe, I think you can enjoy this more.
1: Yeah you know like it's safe
0: once you go husband's on board we have a whole plan for where this is going to be we've told maybe some other friends and family to let Mm -hmm. them know like i'm going to be here at this time with my dad i'm letting you know telling your other siblings hey yeah like getting the community involved Mm -hmm. i think will make you feel better like where you see people go no yeah yeah go meet your dad like you get a couple thumbs up then this becomes a little bit more attainable.
1: Yeah, because right now it feels like you have a secret. Like right. you want to go and do this and you don't. he doesn't approve of it and he only knows the bad stuff from when you grew up and right. people can change and maybe they can have a nice relationship at this point in their lives. So. And
0: you even said it's never going to be the same. Again, you don't even know that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be the Again, I would assume that too, but I would go, we don't know what this is going to be. Right. Maybe it's someone that like, again, rehabilitation does exist. Sure. Not to say it will, but that's... What you're that's your hope, yeah, right? Is that you go, Wow, we have this new relationship, I'll never forget the past, but maybe there's a different type of future, whatever. But I think, like, let's get everyone on, yeah, let's get the community with a go ahead because that'll make you feel better, yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com here with Anna Roisman at Anna Roisman. Okay, we'll go to a more fun one, okay, okay. <laughs> okay to pursue my ex's friend Hmm. my ex's friend okay long time listener first time writer i need some advice on navigating a tricky situation i 38 female ended a five-year relationship at the beginning of 2022 okay while in the relationship i became friendly with my significant other's friend let's call him peter I was pretty attracted to Peter from the first time I met him. During the, Well, don't tell your ex. We <laughs> should have you Peter
1: again today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter,
0: what's going on with Peter? During the pandemic, we got to know each other better as we did more out- outdoor activities together with friends. I learned we had a lot in common at the time Peter was married, but his wife wasn't very outdoorsy, so she was often absent from these get-togethers. Wow. This is reading like a penthouse forums. <laughs> Fast forward to 2022, I got out of my long-term relationship right around the same time Peter and his wife separated in a eventually divorced. Since the breakup I lost touch with Peter as he was really my ex's friend first. My ex and I remained on good terms, even catching up every now and again after taking a three month hiatus to heal from the breakup. Fast forward again to June twenty twenty three, this past June. My ex announced he was moving back to his home country halfway across the world. Lo and behold, days before my ex was set to leave the country for good, Peter calls me out of the blue to ask me a benign question about something I have domain expertise in. I found the timing of the call funny as my ex was really the only one remaining, was the only remaining connection I had to Peter. At the end of the call, he jokingly says, now that my ex is moving away, we can finally fulfill our love oh my oh so he's into it Peter. yeah peter coming out hot Whoa. Uh, uh i laughed nervously as i was caught off guard but i was super excited we left it at talk to you soon since then we have had no other uh contact than the occasional pocket dial from me to him whoops and a couple gif reaction texts from him regarding said pocket dial it's been a few weeks since this call i don't know what to make of this situation if he was interested he would pursue me right Eh, maybe he feels awkward given his friendship with my ex. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know he's now now working remotely in another city for the summer. Is there a best way to convey to him that I'm interested? Maybe I haven't made it obvious enough, or should I just let this go and accept he's just not that into me? Sincerely hot for my ex's friend.
1: I feel like we both reacted to the Peter call just like she did. We're like, oh,
0: oh, okay. Peter! Love. I guess love. <laughs> what, what, Peter? What did you just say to me? Yeah. That's not how we talk. Here's what's going on. Peter's attracted you. He kind of made it known with this, like, uh, the love thing. Yeah. He's felt what you felt. Like that's I generally believe. Like if you feel something, they feel something. Yeah, it's not
1: one sided. You guys had a lot in common. You chatted. You hung out outdoors.
0: Right. You've done outdoors things. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing that stops him. Here's you live in two different cities. I don't know what to make. uh, I do they. He she writes. I know he's working remotely in another city for the summer. I think you go. Why make something into something it can't be? Mm -hmm. Like if I were him, I'd be like. I said this kind of flirty thing. It got a kind of a reaction. Then she butt dials me. She never really like pounced on it. Yeah. I'm going to let lie. Yeah. You know, and I think he's like, why would I, you know, I think guys love vague relationships. <laughs> they do we love just like having someone that maybe we could contact later you know and that's what he's doing
1: relationship right he knows
0: you're friendly you you are friendly places for a text Mm -hmm. you've gotten the butt dial sent the gif i'm sure you did the laugh reaction (laughs) all is hunky dory and he's like i'm not gonna sit here and go i need you i want you when do we meet up right it becomes that's something that's a a rope i can pull on when
1: Right. Because he's not in the same t- city as you.
0: Right. Know. Why would he do anything? Yeah. So, as, and you're, it's funny, guys like vague relationships and women like answers. Mm-hmm. You want answers. Should I, should I say I'm interested? Well, what do we do? Uh, he right. said that flirty thing. It's like he's going to do nothing. Yeah. He's gonna be vague, but it's not
1: because he's not interested in you. Right? That's the. She's like, is he just not interested? No, he is probably interested
0: in you. He right. said that.
1: That wasn't just a joke out of the blue. Uh, two years later, <laughs> right? It's
0: weird. It, he, he's not into you enough to stop his life, run to you in your city, and go. It's always been you. It's been you the whole time. Yeah. Like she. <laughs> That's what movie is. It's these rom coms that let us believe, like, someone just throws their life aside. Most people keep their life while keeping you as a flirty option, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, and so if you want answers to this, you can get them. They won't be satisfying if you say, Hey, I just caught a vibe, I'd love to get drinks sometime. He'll go. Would love to, I kind of have that vibe too. And then nothing's going to happen, because you're gonna go, well you're in that city, I'm in the city, and it's gonna become yeah. this like logistical planning nightmare, and you're never gonna come to a conclusion. And then it's gonna be like, kinda like has someone half going down on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what these generally go. So you can live with the knowledge that like, when he's in town, maybe I'll reach out and I'll send a risky text. But I don't think you're going to get answers to your questions until you're in the same town.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I would wait. I would just wait right. for it. I don't
0: know. Kinda, you have to do what he's doing. Because what he's doing does offer you the most answers and most <laughs> satisfaction. Because he's going, all right, I think there's something here. Not in the same city, so I'm not going like, to spend money to yeah. make this happen. Like.
1: I think guys think that way. Like Absolutely They're just like, Well, what would that mean? To go on a date, I'd have to book a flight and go to this town and I'm not gonna be there for anything. Like I always think, you know, guys think very logistically and we're like and the girl's like i can make it work you know right. like we could t- we'll see each other once a month right. and then we'll and we'll be in love and so it will not matter we'll see each other more because you know we you're right we grew up with these like ideas like it doesn't matter you know love love
0: will conquer all love defies yeah. yeah and 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 what he's thinking is like i don't got enough delta miles to make this thing work <laughs> so I mean, i'll I, just be okay with someone that i know is kind of flirty with me yeah
1: i tell my friends in brooklyn and like queens i'm like ooh I don't, you know, yeah. or like Harlem and, and like, you know, downtown Brooklyn. I'm like, that'll that's that's a long-term commitment. That's, Abs- a, that's hard.
0: That's a financial commitment. Yeah, that, yeah no. So the I Ubers? Th- oh. I think if she said, hey, I think the, here's what would be the best case scenario for her. If I, if I was to give her like a good plan, text him right now. Hey, I I keep thinking of our conversation. It was really nice to hear from you. Next time you're in town, yeah. shoot me a text. We'd love to get together.
1: It, like leaves the ball in his court. And totally. Like, he's into it, he'll shoot you that text.
0: Right. <laughs> and then, then you get an answer then. Yeah. Not now. Because you're not going to get answers now. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Anna Roisman. Thank you so much for Thanks for having on. me. Fantastic. So fun. I love So this. much fun. Everyone go follow Anna. So, so funny. At Anna Roisman on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Big Wigs. That's the podcast every Thursday. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Back next week. Boom.